It's time to hit In the Shop with Steve, Kurt, Brian, and Dan. I've been driving all night, my hands wet on the wheel. In the Shop, your source for the latest information and advice on maintaining and repairing your vehicle on KGMI Newstock 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham, and KGMI.com. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. Opinions and information expressed are those of the host and or sponsors and do not necessarily reflect those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Good morning. You are in the shop. This is Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Kirk from Angler Automotive. Well, shout out to our co-host, Dan, at Bellingham Automotive. Hi, Dan. And taking your calls, 360-676-KGMI, 676-5464. As usual, we would rather have callers. Any automotive-related question, we'd love to help you out, see if we can get things taken care of. Had a problem a couple weeks ago with a uh, customer. His uh, diesel truck wouldn't turn off. Yeah. Oh, how'd that go? That was last weekend, wasn't it? No, two, two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. <clears throat> Actually made it back to the shop. and uh, he, he ran down to your but, shop after the show? Well, no, I, I, he was up in Linden. So oh. uh, I looked up the truck, got the wiring diagram, tracked uh, down which fuse was going to shut that down, and uh, got it figured out so he could get that truck turned off. That's awesome. So it was a, uh, a broken... Uh, Ignition actuator rack, yeah, buried deep within the steering column of a of a mid nineties uh, Ford truck. Man, but, I never understood why they, uh, you know, the, made them out of the material that they made them out of. Well, this the, the, a twenty dollar piece of plastic. Oh, th- that one was. It plastic? was a plastic, not the oh. little horseshoe pot metal. I call it the Hot Wheels metal piece. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Was that? Did they GM use those? Was GM used those? Ford used some of them, but but uh, we actually it was a successful call, but it took till after the show to get it to shut down. Outstanding. Yeah. So, and he did that all gratis on a Saturday. That's right. You are one heck of a nice dedicated guy, man. Dedicated. That is. So we take awesome. care of our callers. Yeah, absolutely. So if you have a question, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. And just uh, you know, a little heads up, do not look at the sun when I tell you this. But there is a, uh, a solar eclipse coming up here in just minutes, like four minutes away. I don't think we're going to be a full eclipse here. We're not. But if you get to Oregon really fast, there will be one there. Um, but unless you have your ISO 12312-2 compliant solar eclipse glasses, do not look directly at the sun. I don't, yeah, it's going to be, um, if we were down, I think the it's like the ring of fire uh, eclipse where the moon isn't going to block the sun out completely, but it'll have a the corona of the sun showing. Yes. And it's going to go like, I don't know, from Mississippi up to Oregon, something like that. Well, quite quite a distance. But it might get cold and dark here. Yeah, we'll see. We've got uh, the sun is peeking through the clouds here up at the KGMI studios, and uh, we're going to hopefully see the light dim here in moments. I can't wait. It's going to be so exciting. But again, do not look directly at the sun and do not use your cell phone camera to try to take pictures of it. Damage may occur. Really? To your cell phone too. That's what that's what I read. Oh, well, I saw it on the it internet. On the inter- it I saw it true. on the internet. Yeah, See? you know, I tell you, one of I, I just want to throw this out real quick. One of the things, you know, I always look for a silver lining of every cloud. 
because there's always one somewhere. And, uh, you know, with the uh, smoke that we had uh, a few years back when it was really bad, you know, when Canada caught on fire and smoked us out for August, um, we're out on the islands there and uh, camping, and it's like, hey, kids, look at the sun. You know, you could actually, I don't know if you could have, but we did look at the sun. And if you look at it long enough, you can actually see sunspots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you got a whole pile of things here, but, uh, you know, I've been talking about one thing for a, a, a few weeks here and uh, finally got uh, got my new car. Yeah. A, a brand new Alpine Green Subaru Crosstrek. That is a fine looking automobile. It is. It's it all, is really nice. 650 miles on it. That's crazy. You know, uh, picked it up two weeks ago today. Um, was able to uh, get it from Dewey Griffin. That was one of the things that was important to me was be able to buy it from a, a local dealer. Not not just a dealer that's locally here, but an actual locally owned dealer. Yeah. Um, which uh, Dewey Griffin still is. I mean, there are other dealers here will claim to be locally owned, but uh, Dewey Griffin is truly locally owned and has been for for years and years, Alan Meyer, the, the current owner. And I just want to give thanks out there to a few people there, especially Tony and Chris, um, who uh, were able to track down the, the right color for me, Alpine Green. We're able to trade one of their cars with a, another dealer and, and get that one here. Had to wait again. It was about a month for it to show up from their plant in Lafayette, Indiana where they assemble them, toss them on a train, truck them over to Vancouver, put them on a truck, took it to another dealer, and then they drove it up here where I picked it up. Um, but uh, they were able to find exactly what I wanted, the the right color, all the options, and and get that taken care of. And then the help with uh, the sales manager, sales manager there, um, Keith, and uh, then Lori and finance to make the final step a very quick, smooth, and painless process. What did you say that was 23 minutes or something like that? Yeah, but I can't say that on the air. Oh, I, I, well, you I, didn't. I did. Yeah, I've, I've been tight on time. I've got people that are out on uh, on family leave and uh, a lot going on right now. So time is kind of at a premium. And uh, I knew exactly what I wanted and got all the everything taken care of beforehand. And they made that, that final step of uh, getting the deal signed and driving away the car um, a smooth, seamless experience. That is awesome. Did you buy an extended warranty with that? Uh, they, they did offer me an extended warranty. Yeah. And uh, I think I can, I can see that there could be some value to certain people. And uh, Chris was very understanding <laughs> knowing that uh, I own an auto repair shop <laughs> and uh, – that I would more, most likely be using the cost of the extended warranty to uh, have the availability to purchase parts and repair it in the event I do need a repair once the factory warranty runs out. Which is how many miles on that? So it varies depending on the system. Uh, Three-year, 36 bumper to bumper, and I think they're five-year, 60,000 on the powertrain, the engine, and the transmission. And then there's various other levels in there for miscellaneous components from emissions to wearable items it's very complex when it comes to warranty yeah yeah i know the, I, i've i've found out through the years uh, but I'll, you know I'll, I'll be talking about this car in the air we're going to talk a little bit about some of the features later in the show um i call them the nanny features yeah the uh, the electronic driver assist features um Good. and, and 
some of them are actually in, incredibly cool and, and add a lot to safety. Other ones can be a little bit annoying. And, and some putting your faith into, you know, some black box hidden somewhere in the car with your safety can be a little bit unnerving. Does it? I'm sure it's got, uh, what do you call that? Well, the lane change, uh, or what do you call that? It keeps you in the lane. Uh, the lane assist. Yeah. Versus the lane departure warning. Yes. Which are um, sister features or brother features. Take okay. Your pick. All right. Um, they're siblings. So, so they, you do have the lane assist. Yes. Have so you the, tried it out? I have tried it out. Does it work? It does work. Can you fool it? Can you fool it? Yeah. Oh, you mean to confuse take your, it? To take your hands off the wheel? Well, if, you, if you take your hands off the wheel, eventually it will warn you to take put your hands on the wheel and it will disengage the lane assist. Hopefully after your hands are on the wheel. <laughs> I, I think it'll end up slowing down. I haven't I haven't pushed it to the limit yet. Yeah. But you know, as, over time I will. So so Subaru uses they call it their eyesight system and they've got a, a, a number of cameras that are mounted up behind the uh, the rear view mirror and the windshield or in front of the rear view mirror and the windshield. And they're new for the, for this year. They have three cameras there. They've got their stereoscopic cameras with a, a medium field of view. And so they use the, the two cameras to basically triangulate objects that are ahead. So based on that, like with your eyes, it can calculate the distance to an object that's ahead of you as well as the size. And right. use some AI systems to figure out what it is and whether to track it and how to deal with it. Or um, just run over it. Or just, just run over it. Going. And yeah. then they have another um, extra wide-angle camera added to the system for some additional features. So for the lane assist, it's using the, the lines on the road, right. the, the, the lane separation line and then the line a, across the other side um, for the edge of the lane. And so if you don't have clear and distinct lines, the, uh, the lane assist feature will not engage. That is something that I noticed my uh, dad and uh, Darlene bought a, um, this is, uh, you know, I think it was three or four years ago, but, you know, time flies. Might have been five. Um, they've got a Mazda. I think it was in the Mazda we were driving. And uh, it has the lane assist, and I found that it was, it was okay. It would keep me in the lane if I wanted to float over. We were on the freeway down south, and... Uh, if I went over onto the the left lane fog line um, or started getting close to it, it would nudge me back into the lane. Um, when you got down to the center lane, it would just let you float right over and, until you got over to the uh, the, the fog, fog line, line on the, other, the side. other side of the freeway. And, and I, there's so many different systems out there and methods that they actually track those those lane markers right. within the road the systems do vary that's super is always rated kind of high with their eyesight system because they use cameras that that are effectively trying to simulate your vision right and then digitally process the image to figure that out um and but they they do rely on those lines so if you're driving along on a a two-lane road where there's a a, a a center lane divider line um and there's just a sidewalk on the side with no fog line separating your lane from the sidewalk that system is not going to engage, and, it, and it's not going to nudge you away from the sidewalk. So it does rely on the, the lines going along there. So um, my question would be, how, how much have you studied, I guess, on this new particular car? I mean, obviously, you've studied a fair amount about you know just the ADS in general. But how much um, 
are you learning from experience on this car or are you just did you sit down probably don't did you get a manual with this thing there's like five manuals that come with the car yeah. they're a total of about four inches thick yeah right and so I would imagine I haven't made it through all of them. Not quite yet. It's only been a couple of weeks, right? Yeah, there's yeah. a there's a good year's worth of reading. So there. you're gonna read read all that? Or you know, I browse I browse through some of them uh, online and and did some. You know, we've been talking about the ADAS systems, the driver assist features for right. for decades now on right. the air here. So so somewhat intimately familiar with various features um, and how different manufacturers implement them. So versus you know the new car buyer that doesn't know anything about them, at least have some pretty elevated knowledge, experience in various vehicles over the years with them. So when it starts happening, you're going, oh, oh yeah, but, yeah, this is cool. Yeah, we're, we're going to take a break here, and I want to talk about my wife's first experience with it and her distrust of the electronic nanny assist features. Good for her. <laughs> 360-676-KGMI, you are in the shop. This is Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Kirk from Angler Automotive. Legend has it, an old pirate map leads directly to Silver Reef with treasure chests full of $1,000 in cash and free play. Set a course for adventure every Thursday in October with hourly hot seat drawings from 6 to 9 p.m. X marks the spot when you track down for treasure. Anyone sitting next to a winner receives $250 in free play. Your Reef Rewards card can also save you up to 25 cents per gallon at Lummy Bay Market next to Silver Reef. Silver Reef Casino Resort, located off I-5, exit 260. We've got that. What does your dream getaway have? Luxury hotel rooms, elegant suites, and relaxing spa? We've got that. World-class Wine Spectator Award-winning steakhouse? We've got that. Washington's premier golf destination? We've got that. How about the newest slots, table games, and exciting promotions? Oh, yeah, we've got those, too. Visit Silver Reef Casino Resort and hit the getaway jackpot. Silver Reef Casino Resort, located off I-5, exit 260. We've got that. Are you looking for an auto shop that offers honest quality service? Hi, I'm Kirk, owner of Angler Automotive. At Angler Automotive, we strive to make sure that all of your automotive service needs are met. Angler Automotive provides the factory-recommended services that are required to maintain your vehicle's warranty. Angler Automotive, outstanding quality with honest, reliable service. Check us out online at anglerautomotive.com. Hello, folks. This is Phil George. I'm an elder law and estate planning attorney here in Bellingham, and I'd like to invite you to join me every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. right here on KGMI for the Aging Hour. If you have questions about Medicare, Medicaid, long-term care costs, probate, wills, trusts, or anything else that has to do with aging, this is the radio show for you. Studies show that more than 70% of estate plans fail when families need them the most. Join us every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m., and we can show you how to set your family up for success. The Seahawks are back at home on Sunday, October 22nd against the division rival Arizona Cardinals, and we want to send you to Lumen Field with two tickets to cheer on the Hawks. It's easy to enter. Just go to this station's website and click the contest tab. Then fill out a registration form, and you'll be entered to win a pair of tickets to see the Hawks host the Cardinals on October 22nd. Sweepstakes live until October 20th at 10 a.m. One entry per person. Find details and enter at this station's website. Go Hawks! 
KGMI Connects with Joe Tian is about our community and you. You got a great program. You want to make it better? I do. Okay, here we go. For one hour of John and Rich. <laughs> and you are the referee. Join us each weekday at 4 p.m. for KGMI Connects. Those two guys are like Abbott and Costello. On KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM and KGMI.com. The opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Welcome back. You are in the shop. Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic. Kirk from Angler Automotive. 360-676-KGMI. 676-5464. The eclipse is waning or has perhaps completely waned. Um, I did get a picture of it from my son who's out on um, Faison out in the county. Uh, pretty impressive photo with the yeah, sun. Yeah, uh, very cool. You know, 75% blocked out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Apparently he didn't hear my warning of not to use your phone to take pictures uh-huh. of it i'm not sure why i don't know and i we'll agree see. you shouldn't stare at the sun because bad idea spots it was really bright <laughs> um give us a call it looks like we have a, a caller online here we'll talk a little bit more no, about the driver assist feature soon is that the, the wi-fi password for the station uh, do we have or is that somebody on the phone Oh, it's somebody have, on the phone. We I have, thought it was the Wi-Fi. We have Joni on the I couldn't get in on your Wi-Fi. We have Joni on the line, and Kirk, um, Joni is not the guest Wi-Fi password. Okay. Joni, are you there? Thank you. Good morning. Yes, I'm here. Hi, good morning. I have a question about my Jeep Patriot. I have a 2010 Jeep Patriot, and it's a manual. It, um, it, I really like this car. It's, it's got great gas mileage, and it's given me very few problems. However, I think that something is starting to go sideways with it because when I push the accelerator, it starts to make this like a tiny, faint little grinding sound. And then when I release the accelerator, accelerator it, it, it goes away. But then when I push it, it starts to... It doesn't... The, nothing happens to the to the trajectory of it, it just makes this little sound. And I'm starting to think that it might be the transmission. Does that sound like a transmission issue? Uh, Yeah, I want to start, Joni, with saying thank you for making the noise for us because that is always helpful in diagnosing the problem. And most people are afraid to make the noise. Kirk, you got an idea on what this is. Um, No, I was so surprised that you made the noise. It actually just kind of cleared my head out, just completely... Blank. I'm thinking your motor's going to die on a Jeep Patriot. Really? But you think I, my motor's going to well, die? Is that your professional opinion? No. How many miles is on that thing? It doesn't have 100,000 miles yet. Does it have 90,000 miles on it yet? Uh, I, I actually can't quite remember. All but right. something in that, uh, maybe maybe 80, I don't know, 90, yeah, maybe. So you think is it's it, just done? Okay. Is it a really loud sound or is it kind of not subtle, quite soft too loud kind of subtle it's it's subtle it feels it feels like um it it just has a little bit of a a 
a slight vibrational feeling, and then it when I take my foot off of the accelerator, it goes away. And this is a standard transmission? Is it, it's a manual. Yeah. It's a manual, which is what I like about it because it gets good gas mileage, and I like to have the manual transmission around here. Okay. Well, I would say, you know, does it do it in all the gears, or is it just yeah. uh, all the gears? It'll do it in all yeah. the gears. And does it? And it, will it do it when you're, say, stopped at a stop sign or just parked in your driveway, or only when you're moving? No, just when I'm putting accelerate when I'm accelerating. Only when I'm accelerating. Well, putting my foot on the gas. And so I've been advised to pr- brace myself for a new vehicle. But I'm thinking to myself, I don't really want to buy a new vehicle. I would. I like my vehicle. It gets great gas mileage. How much should I put into it? Well, whatever you put into it, even if your transmission blew up, if it was a transmission, it's going to be a lot less expensive than buying a new vehicle. I hate so, that idea. Well, so fix yours. You like it. Um, I don't know. I You know, when I – it could be transmission-related, but it also I, – I always think of things like – you know, alternators, bearings on the front of the, you know, for the accessory belt, um, you know, things hanging on the front of the motor might be making some noise. Um, like things know, that don't belong in the motor or things well, outside of the, the motor? motor itself, too. Okay. But, um, you know, that's one of those things. What do you think, Ron? That's something that I would literally have to drive down the road and listen to yeah we really okay. need to take it for a drive and and okay and when when you when you talk about the noise like that is is sometimes like looking at okay is this it is is the noise the same in every gear or is it more engine it engine speed related um so is, is oh, it or load uh-huh. related. so so engine load related. yeah so yeah. so is is the noise exactly the same in first gear as it is in fifth gear because in that pay, in that yeah. respect, it starts okay. to make me think this is going to be engine related noise, or is so the noise different not, in each gear? Yeah. If the noise was steady, if then, the noise was steady in each gear, what would that indicate? If the noise was steady in each gear, you know, so if the engine's always at two thousand RPMs and the noise always sounds the same at two thousand RPMs, no matter what gear you're in, I'm thinking more you know, engine-related type things. Um, but Kirk just mentioned, like, differential noise um, can, can cause the type of noise you're describing. Um, carrier bearings or something like that on one of the drive axles, if it has a, an extra bearing on the drive axle, is it if it's all-wheel okay. drive, um, something related to the no, drive line? And, okay, so, so we're, do we just have to deal with the front? But really just make an appointment with your shop or one of us. We can have a technician take it out and drive it. Put it up I'm on the on the lift and check things out, and shouldn't be that hard to figure out. Thanks. I right. think that just talking about it is making me feel better. Thank and, you so much. And I always, I'd always like, don't worry about worst case scenario. If if it turns out worst case scenario, then you can cross that bridge. But you know, I always try to assume the best until we find out it is or isn't, and that way, just kind that's of a true. positive approach just to like, it before you get too freaked right. out. That's right. That's All right. right. I appreciate it. Thank you kindly. Bye. Thanks for the call, Joni. Yeah, I usually, you know, I try to not do the doom and gloom thing until 
proven otherwise, with the exception of, you know, if there's pieces of them that are sticking through the side of whatever it is, pretty good indicator yeah. you've had a pretty big failure. But other than that, um, you know, it sounds transfer and travel all over the place and, uh, you know, what, uh, you know, a person that doesn't work on cars, um, sometimes, you know, the, you get these preconceived notions of what it might be talking to some friends and, oh, yeah, I know somebody. Oh, you get all freaked this. out. It's going to be expensive. Yeah, and you find out you need a new serpentine belt. Yeah, and I, I've had customers call with horrible noises, afraid to drive. They limp it in. They're worried. Worst case scenario, they say, well, if it's under $1,000, go ahead and fix it. And and we go look at, it, look at it, and there's a little piece of gravel that got stuck between the backing plate and the brake rotor. Yeah. And, and, or, or then they can be a horrible noise, and it just flicks out, you know, yeah. in five seconds, and problem fixed. Free. Yeah. Free. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and uh, it beats 1000 bucks. Yeah. All right, you are in the shop, 360-676-KGMI. This is Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Kirk from Angler Automotive. Extra, extra, read all about it. If you're craving great-tasting food and local brews in an atmosphere that's making headline news, look no further than the Newsroom Pub. Lunch or dinner, it's always a top story when you visit the Newsroom Pub. Their locally sourced menu will delight with offerings of Dutch delicacies, uniquely battered fish and chips, salads, hot-pressed sandwiches, and many other pub favorites. Plus, always making the front page are their incredibly delicious smash burgers, a must-try. The Newsroom's drinks are local as well, featuring craft beers, wines, and ciders. Also, the bar offers a variety of house cocktails and custom-made hard drinks. The pub's interior was designed and built to preserve much of the historic charm of the old Linden Tribune. Dine in or out in the covered patio. Finish off your meal with an official red raspberry sundae or some ice cream from their Daily Scoop ice cream shop. It's a headline trifecta with good brews, good food, and good news always at the Newsroom Pub. Visit them today in beautiful downtown Linden next to the mural or online at thenewsroompub.com. If you were to lie awake each night wondering, are the kids and I safe here tonight? If you were forced to choose between feeding your family or covering your rent, what would you do and who would you call on? Right now, more and more Whatcom County families are faced with these questions every single day. Become a housing hero and help Lydia Place break the cycle of homelessness and poverty for families in Whatcom County. The need is more critical than ever with more than 100 families on the housing wait list. These families are our neighbors, our friends, and our community members. You can help. A monthly donation of just $5 can provide safe housing, mental health counseling, and parenting support to Whatcom families experiencing homelessness. Because we know that investing in families is the best way to break the generational cycle for this generation and the next. Please don't wait any longer. Sign up to be a housing hero today at LydiaPlace.org donate or text Lydia to 26989 to make an impact. Because it will take a community to end family homelessness. There's a lot going on. On right now and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it bringing you the weather the traffic and breaking news all while entertaining you 24 hours a day someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns and that someone is us we are free radio we are always there we are broadcasters visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more furnished by nab and this station 
the latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. Find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. CBS News Special Report. People living in Gaza are already feeling the effects of Israel's complete food and fuel blockade. I went outside today to buy my my family some bread, and I wasn't able to do so. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says whatever happens between Israel and the Hamas-ruled Gaza Strip, the innocent must be shielded. As Israel pursues its legitimate right to defending its people and to trying to assure that this never happens again, It is vitally important that all of us look out for civilians, and we're working together to do exactly that. As Israel prepares for a possible ground invasion of Gaza, the State Department is said to be working with hundreds of Americans now in the enclave, says CBS's Christina Ruffini. State Department officials say they are working to negotiate safe passage for those Americans wishing to leave Gaza by working out a temporary opening of the border with Egypt. There's an estimated about 500 to 600 Palestinian Americans in Gaza, many of whom are already in with U.S. officials. CBS News Special Report. Welcome back. You are in the shop. This is Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic. Kirk from Angler Automotive. Kirk, something tells me You were sitting in like a 71 Buick listening to the cassette tape player with Randy Newman playing that song. Uh, No. Gary Newman, I've been corrected. Oh, yeah. Gary Newman. No, no. Yes, you were. No, I honestly. You heard it on AM radio. I probably did hear it on AM radio, but I really didn't appreciate that song until i was um i don't know a grown man really yeah 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 pretty much hey so um i i wanted to say you know we've got uh issues catalytic converter theft i haven't heard a whole lot about catalytic converter theft really we had one last week really yeah prius yeah good friend of mine okay well it, it as a matter of fact the car was in a gated lot with security cameras and security guards. Really? Yeah. Oh, my. And they, they caught him on camera. They got two cats out of the lot. Really? And it took less than 60 seconds for the two individuals to steal the Prius cat. Really? Yeah. Did they jack the out. car up at nope. all? Nope. Just nope. Nowhere to saw and just they reach up in there? and one arm bandits. Wow. Yeah. That is insane. 60 seconds. Gone in 60 That's right. Yeah. It used to be about stealing cars. Now it's about taking the cats. You know, it's too bad the cars don't just start themselves up when they feel themselves being violated and just run over the arm of the mine. Yeah, so we got, a, we got a new cat okay, on there, so and, and anyway. we, we even put the cat protector on it. Well, good. That's a good thing. Um, You know, one of the things, I just want to say cat protectors. I was thinking, what about if you wrapped the catalytic converter with chain-link fencing? And my, oh, my, would that, I don't know, if, if you've ever run a Sawzall and you hit, like, a wire or something like that while you're cutting something, 
um, it becomes a very violent uh, moment as that saw blades jiggling around on well they have like those chainsaw chaps that you know have kevlar in them that binds up the chain and the chainsaw that would probably work too well unless you lay the saw and you kind of the blade on the on its side does i used to go through chaps like crazy when i used to thin (laughs) trees my left one in particular i was trying to figure out how how am i wearing out these chaps all the time and then I realized what I was doing is when it, it, you're, applying, trees, <laughs> you're cutting trees, you're leaving them 12 feet apart, you know, maybe 18 feet apart. But you go from tree to tree to tree, and if you have to walk four or five feet, I just make a cut on a tree, then flip the saw blade over on the side, and I'd use my left leg to stop the chain on the saw so I didn't hurt myself if I fell down. But I wanted to talk about, um, I had a Prius that I believe, I believe, um, they had some bolts stolen off the car. Um, they had a Prius that came in. Um, they just stole the bolts. Well, I'm I. Um, the gentleman brought his uh, Prius in uh, the end of last week. Had a horrendous sound on the left rear wheel, and uh, had it trailered in. Um, I started up Friday evening, pulled it around into the um, bay. You know, I figured I'd look at it Monday morning. Anyway, I pulled them around front, and as soon as I touched the brakes, it's just like horrendous sound coming in from the left rear wheel. And uh, so anyway, I got it into the shop, went home. I think it was Monday morning. I went ahead and lifted it up, and I just walked up to the left rear wheel, and I spun it, and just crazy noise. And uh, I thought something was wedged between the heat sh- or the splash shield and the, the caliper or something. Well, as it turns out, the two bolts that hold the caliper to the caliper bracket were missing. They weren't even on it. And there was no sign of wear. You know how a bolt gets loose and things get shiny? There was absolutely no indication that those bolts had ever come loose. And it was crazy. So being a pack rat that I am, I had a couple of bolts that were made specifically for that. And so installed them and down the road. Like new, no more scraping. No more scraping. All right, That's we're going to we're going to take a little break here and then uh, squeeze in some callers. You are in the shop, Brian from Doctor John's Auto Clinic, Kirk from Angler Automotive. For 77 years, DeWard & Bodie has been the largest independent appliance and mattress retailer in Whatcom and Skagit counties. But being bigger isn't always better. Being better is better. That's why DeWard & Bodie doesn't only bring you the largest selection of appliances, the largest team of professional in-house service technicians, and the largest fleet of delivery and installation teams. They bring you the absolute best. The best reviewed and the most reliable major home appliances, barbecues, and mattresses from the industry's leading brands. They service the products they sell with factory certified technicians, keeping you covered with worry-free warranties up to five years. Plus, they offer professional delivery and installation, and they'll even haul away the old stuff. Shopping at DeWard and Bodie means supporting local jobs and families. It also means supporting local charities through DeWard and Bodie's Charity of the Month program. So when you shop here, you're making an impact. Thank you for 77 years of continued support. DeWard and Bodie, your original local appliance store since 1946. Listening to KGMI and playing a grand in your hand gives you a chance to win $1,000 every weekday. But what if you don't? Well, you're still eligible for the second chance drawing. 
Playing a grand in your hand, presented by Neater House of Luxury, automatically qualifies you for a second chance drawing. A prize package totaling more than $1,200 with a weekend getaway at Lopez Islander Resort and Blackout Golf for 10 at Volley. Visit KGMI.com for details. Mornings are busy. That's why the KGMI Morning News is your perfect ticket to the world. While you rush to get ready, hear the very latest local, state, and national news, your KGMI AccuWeather forecast, sports with Mark Skolton, the latest money news, and all the information you need for a great start to your day. The KGMI Morning News, 6 to 9 a.m. each weekday on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM, and KGMI.com. Welcome back. You are in the shop. Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic. Kirk from Angler Automotive, 360-676-KGMI. Looks like we have Carl on the line. Thanks for waiting for us, Carl. Uh, well, I've just been out watching this uh, wonderful eclipse we've got and noted the fantastic crescents formed by the pinhole cameras that all the trees become. Very, very cool. I hope everybody saw that. Anyhow, I'm calling about uh, just a feedback on Oh, I'd, I'd called once or twice regarding the catalytic converter on my Ford Ranger and how I could clean it. And you might recall I had some difficulty getting the nuts off of the manifold studs, so I didn't take uh, the catalytic converter off. Instead, what I did was I took the oxygen sensor off from the top. This would be the downstream oxygen sensor off. And then I put in a clear plastic pipe. Oh, it must be about 3 8 because that's what would fit in the hole. And then I put in a solution of Water and Dawn dish uh, soap. That will jog your memory. Yeah, and, did, uh, did you get any bubbles out the tailpipe? The truck around. Well, it was kind of funny because when I did turn it on, now bear in mind, I just connected the muffler and pushed that to the side. So it's a little bit loud, but uh, it blew bubbles and it smelt like the kitchen. And uh, the bubbles even helped to suppress the noise. So it wasn't as loud as it might otherwise be. Outstanding. So the main thing I want to say is... Uh, the bubbles that came out, after they all kind of popped, I hoped to see carbon and, and buildup that had flushed out, but it didn't necessarily. So then the big test is, does it run any better? And, yeah, I, I just cleaned off the kettle. Uh, I'm sorry? I hope you yep. recorded all this or got video footage of it because you can really start a YouTube channel. <laughs> I think you're right, and I thought of that. But, uh, of course, I took a still shot realizing that I'm not on video. Uh, and all I have is a pile of bubbles beneath my truck. So in any case, uh, not that exciting. But, uh, yeah, I could have shot a video and said, okay, uh, let me ruin my truck so you can see what not to do. But in any case, uh, I must say, my truck is actually running smoother. And the pre-ignition pings that it was uh, getting when getting onto the highway and uh, pressing a little bit on the accelerator, uh, they've tamed out a bit. So... Uh, while it didn't seem like anything happened when I cleaned it, the actual performance of the truck suggests that perhaps it's running a little bit better. So we have a so sub- we have a subjective yeah. success. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and can I just close with saying a uh, potential defense for your catalytic converter? You buy about forty treble hooks, uh, you know, fishing hooks with three points, and you hang them beneath your uh, vehicle with some cable equivalent to bicycle brake cable, and uh, your catalytic converter will likely still be there in the morning, but there may also be a bloody hoodie as well. 
and you you'll know, feel real good about yourself. You know, this is interesting, Carl, because because after you're off the uh, off the call here, we do have law enforcement in the studio this morning, and maybe we, maybe we can ask them about booby trapping cars that could cause injury to a thief or perpetrator, and whether or not that in and of itself is a crime. <laughs> well, sure well bear in mind, there are uh, <laughs> people who steal catalytic converters who also sneak and put treble hooks underneath cars just to. I don't know, protect their turf, I guess. Fighting, I fighting, fighting crime with criminal activity is not legal. Hey, cartels kill cartels. Why not? <laughs> well, you can't fire. What is it? Don't fight fire with fire. Yeah, I know. We Years ago, we talked about somebody who had uh, wired their vehicle with uh, with some sort of electrocution shock device, and they were charged well, with a crime. And we also had a few years ago in Whatcom County somebody who booby-trapped um, some political signs. Um, oh, that uh, that was looked into. I don't know what the result of that was, but uh, I would advise against anybody um, doing a booby trap that might cause injury to others. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay, fellas. All right. Hey, thanks for taking my call, though. Thanks for the call, Carl. Bye. Don Dishoap, the answer to everyone's problem. Yeah, you know, I, it, it, he does have some subjective success, and and I think when it when it comes to this, having some objectivity. Um, perhaps he could get together with some friends and they could clean multiple catalytic converters. Start his own business. Collect some data, some yeah. before and after um, fuel trim data from the vehicle as well as oxygen sensor performance for catalytic converter monitoring and come up and see whether or not it works or not. I think that would be a spectacular thing. You know, when it comes to uh, snake oils, mm -hmm. um, little dongle things you plug into your OBD2 connector to give you better fuel mileage. That's not a very good idea. Um, and and other items people sell, snake oils, I think, is probably the best term. There are a couple snake oils we do use at the shop, um, but not many of them. Really? What's that? Give me an example. A, an example would be the, the motor tune additive to help quiet li hydraulic lifters in some vehicles. Oh, okay. I consider that it's an additive you put in the car that you're hoping, and it has some past success in, in correcting a condition. And, right. uh, and and it actually works. But there are many snake oils, a majority of them, that, that don't actually work. And then they have the devices you plug into your vehicle that are supposed to give you better fuel mileage. That's the electronic version of the snake oil. Yeah. And like and some of those, those little devices, and I'm sure people have seen them out there, what is in there is actually a little circuit that illuminates an LED light to make it look like it's working. And the LED light will change color when it's actively working and all that's in there is a power and a ground and a circuit to make the led change color oh so you just feel like you're ah that's right i wonder though when somebody you do put that in if you actually make a subconscious effort to drive the vehicle in a more mileage friendly way though i so i know people who have bought those they've used them and and they've been demonstrably fake yeah, and uh, they they insist they get better fuel economy. Well, you know, and so there's that, learned, there's that psychological effect of I'm invested in this and I want it to work, yeah. and so through their habits they make it work. In the old days, they used to say, put a full coffee cup on the dashboard and drive it so you don't spill your coffee. I just and that put, will get you, you very good coffee. You just put a couple coffee. eggs up there. Eggs, yeah. There's a penalty if you don't drive good. That's true. 360-676-KGMI. Right. You are in the shop, and we'll be right back. Mother Nature's Hotline. Yes, I would like to file a complaint. 
the summer was way too hot, and then poof, it's into the 50s. Can't you permanently set the weather to sunny and 75 with a slight breeze? I apologize, but unfortunately, that's not how the weather works here at Mother Nature's. Then what am I to do? I'm always either too hot or too cold. Well, we refer all these cases to Linden Sheet Metal. They can't control the weather, but they can certainly help better control the temperatures in your home, so it's always just right. Yes, thank you. Cancel my complaint, please. You're welcome. Oh, and I do recommend you call right away as fall is already here. At Linden Sheet Metal, our mission is to keep your home comfortable year-round with furnaces, ACs, and heat pumps from top-rated equipment like American Standard and Mitsubishi. You can't go wrong. We have equipment in stock, and there are rebates and low monthly payments available. Linden Sheet Metal, serving the Northwest for over 80 years. This is Steve Berger, Lead Counselor and Director of Contact Counseling Recovery Services. Despite being a fourth-generation Whatcom County resident from a solid, established family, when I was struggling with alcohol and drug addiction, my family didn't know where to turn to help. By the grace of God and a recovery program, I was able to get sober and have devoted the last 34 years of my life helping others find recovery from addiction. If you or a family member is struggling with substance abuse, please contact us at 360-671-3277 or contactcounseling.com. With more ways than ever to connect to news and entertainment, 90% of new car buyers want the tried-and-true AM-FM radio option. Gadgets are great, but when you're behind the wheel, you just want that local connection that you can't get from online apps. Local radio is dependable and free, with no subscription or cellular data required, and no fumbling with a separate device. Visit wearebroadcasters.com and tell us how you depend on AM radio stations like KGMI, and how you want AM included in your next new car. Welcome back. You are in the shop. This is Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Kirk from Angler Automotive, 360-676-KGMI, and we have Eric on the line. Good morning, Eric. Good I have a quick question on my Toyota Matrix 2003. Maybe it's just normal, but I've never noticed it on any other cars I've ever driven. But when you when I turn on the heater fan blower, you know, motor, the RPMs drop a little bit. That do you think that's normal or is something weird going on? You know that that could be into the the normal window. Um, a couple questions. When you do that, are you turning it from the actual off position to a low speed or medium speed, or when you're changing from a low speed to a higher speed? I think I probably only noticed it when going from off to. Okay. And, and then, yep. And so one, there is an additional electrical load when that comes on, which the alternator right. has to put out a little bit more power. There is a little bit more drag on it. So that can potentially have an effect, but I think more so if that is in the defrost mode to, to blow up towards the windshield or if the air conditioning is on that AC compressor will kick on and put a, you know, moderate to heavy load at idle on the engine that, that can affect it. And the car will usually react um, to that and try to stabilize, but it can have an effect. And, and that would be somewhat normal for it to be noticeable. When it's on defrost? Because it, de- it does turn on the air conditioning compressor. Okay. But yeah, it might be on defrost because I figured it, 
I mean, I knew it would do it with this. when the AC came on. It was some kind of the same scenario, but I didn't think about the being the defrost connected to the. Yeah, not all and not all cars really give you like an indicator that when you turn the defrost on that the AC is on or or you just don't normally notice it. It just happens. All right. That's probably what it was. I, so we're, I can't remember where the were you on last week? Was it last week we were talking about car insurance and uh that was last stuff? week that was uh Dan from Bellingham Automotive who was on with an insurance yeah. agent. He had uh, I think somebody brought up the F three fifty, the old F three fifty, or maybe it wasn't even old, but and the, the what cars are not typically what you'd consider a classic car being more valuable now. So yeah. like the I guess if uh, if if an F fifty is F three fifty is over twenty five years old, you could call it a classic car and get some classic car plates. But you're only supposed to drive it to and from the auto shows, as well as to get right. fuel and maintenance. Right. But those need a lot of maintenance, so they require a lot of driving and test driving and stuff. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> you, you need to ver you need to verify that it's uh, been repaired appropriately. Right. So there was a couple that came on up on the Bring a Trailer auction site. I don't know if you ever be familiar with that, but there's a '97 F350 Power Stroke with 104,000 miles on it, sold for 51,000. Wow, and, I uh, wanted that truck pretty yeah, bad. Yeah, I've got a 2002 F350 with uh, with almost three times that many miles on it. I wonder if I can get 50 for it. I think Maybe. you could. <laughs> There was an 87 Toyota truck, just uh, like the base model extended cab. I think that sold for about 41000 I want to say. I'll have to let my son know about that because he just rebuilt the engine on an 89 base model Toyota pickup. Some of those numbers are crazy to me on some of those vehicles, but... Yeah, that's it. It's unreal. I've seen some others come through on there. It's kind of the, the new way to sell a lot of classic cars. You can sell it from your driveway instead of heading to Arizona for the big car shows to, to sell yeah. the auction there. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks for the call, Eric. See ya. So, Kirk. Yes, Ryan? Yeah, you know, we were talking about some of the driver assist features in the new Crosstrek that I got, and uh, I, I mentioned the, uh, the, the active cruise control. Yeah, that's nice. And uh, so you, you can hit the button to turn your cruise control on. The uh, eyesight system will lock onto the car in front of you and uh, maintain your speed at what you set it at or less to match the distance the to the car in front of you. And you can increase or decrease that distance. And actually, I find if I decrease the distance to the minimum, that's way too close. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah, it gets a little uncomfortable. So when you see them start to brake, you know, if you're not, like, on the, the, the gas or brake pedal or being on it, it's still it's pretty disconcerting giving uh, the car all the control. So if you are pulling up directly behind the car, right. you got it set for a short distance, um, if that car, does your car have automatic braking? It too? does. It will actually, like if you're in stop and go traffic and, and you're I'm talking and, on the freeway and you're brave enough, control. it will come to a stop Yeah, and then it will start back up as the car in front of you moves. So technically the cruise control will take you through stop and go traffic. Okay. 
That being said, as we do have law enforcement in the studio, you are still responsible for the actions <laughs> of the vehicle. Yes. <laughs> um, you must always be aware and keep your hands on the wheel. And if your car, through its own mind, rear ends the car in front of you, you get the ticket, not Subaru. Yeah. Thanks for listening. You've been in the shop. Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic. Kirk from Mangler Automotive. We'll see you next week.